Hi, my happy enders. It is another week. And this week we have Frank Castillo, who is a door guy at the comedy store. He also was season two winner, maybe three. Ah, fuck, fuck me. He's a season winner of Roast Battle on Comedy Central. So he is mean and he knows how to verbally beat the shit out of people. Also, he is the one I bombed so bad in front of the first time I got on to Kill Tony was Frank Castillo and Mike Lawrence who is also another roast battler who um, wiped my wiped the floor up with me they fucking just drilled me which I deserved because it was when I was a newer comedian which I still am a newer comedian but um, and thought that I was funny and I thought I was going to kill it and you can kind of see it on my face on that Kill Tony episode when I was like oh fuck nobody's laughing um shoot me now um so Frank is amazing he's super hilarious I adore watching him so it was fun getting him on the podcast so um I hope you guys enjoy once again thank you Speedweed and um not Speedweed but thank you Speedweed Gino does Speedweed Gino's awesome but (laughs) Care by Design which is CBD which does the CBD lotion which I use on all of my patients and it is amazing and um absolute extract and please like click subscribe comment send an email to joyshappyendings at gmail.com and enjoy Get undressed, get under the sheets Ooh, you're in for a treat No, I promise this is not a dream It's just a happy ending with Joy Eileen Alright, you ready for this? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, do you want to introduce yourself? Hello, my name is Frank Castillo, and this feels great. <laughs> and you've had ma- massages before. Mm-hmm. I almost fucked up massages. What do you mean? I was like, you've had my... Oh. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I've had some fucked up massages, too. Have you? Yeah. Any good stories? Uh, no, nothing too crazy. Uh, actually, <laughs> Uh, me and my this is such a random story. Me and my father used to live in this uh, house, right? Uh-huh. I was in Eastside San Jose. This one I was in like in high school. And I remember uh, these Asian ladies moved in and they were basically like uh, you know, they just run in the front room and every now and then there'd just be random dudes in the living room and then my friend came up to me one day and was like, Dude, this is your house. And it was a ad in the paper for uh, ha- like massages uh-huh. with our address and everything. And then my friend was like, "Dude, I think there's prostitution going on at your house." <laughs> and uh, yeah, it turns out those chicks were uh, prostitutes, and they were just fucking people. Oh shit! Yeah. So like, and I was like in high school, I was like, "No way!" This is, like I. Didn't know the full extent of it, uh, but like my dad apparently told me he was like he got like stopped by the cops on the way to work, and because they thought he was like in on it and shit, and he was like, "No, nah, man, I just rent a room." <laughs> right. And they're like, "Have you ever fucking uh?" You know, he was like, "No, nah, man." And I was like, "Oh, okay." And they like had to like vet him and make sure he wasn't like lying and shit. He was like, "No, nah, man, I just got a fucking son." It was hysterical. That's insane. Yeah, and then I, but there was like a, it was just, it was just, they were like, all right, well, fucking, you can't be at your house on this day. <laughs> and it was like, all right. And then, uh, 
he like let it slip to my stepmom. And my stepmom is like super nosy, just like I am. <laughs> so we all hopped in the car and drove out to go to and then sure enough there was fucking like cops and shit. It was wild. That's crazy. Yeah, it was a pretty dope. Now do you get along with your stepmom? Uh yeah, yeah, we get along very well. I get along with all of the people my parents have had sex with. Okay. It's a lot of people. That's 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 a statement. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty then. I wish my parents would have sex with other people. Hilarious. They're stuck in this like loveless marriage and I'm all stop just separate. You guys would be so much happier. My parents are divorced. My mom's got her my stepdad's great. My dad just moved in with his new lady, so it's cool to see them both like having you know, stability. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's weird, like, because my mom, in fact, my parents were just here two days ago, and my mom's like, your dad, and my dad's like, your mom, and I'm like, oh my, just separate. Yeah, you're like, I don't want to be the one that has to listen. Yeah, I'm uh, terrible when it comes to that, um, like, setting those boundaries of, you know, being like, hey, man, I don't want to hear about, you know. Oh, I don't. I will never stick up for myself. I have the worst tattoo on my big toe because I watched him put it on my body and the whole time I'm like, I don't want this. This oh, isn't what I asked man. for. And John's like, why didn't you say something? I'm like, because I just so polite. I didn't want to. Because I wanted, I wanted like a simple horse fly because people talk to my feet. So it was like, you know, symbolic, like the fly on your toe mm. or the fly on the wall, you know, because everybody talks to my feet. And it is huge. It's this whole. It's my whole big toe, and it now, looks like. Now I have to see it. I'll show it to you. It's awful. It's so awful. You ever watch your friend just get a bad tattoo, and you're like, ah! <laughs> like you're not gonna. I should say something, but I'm not gonna. No, but somebody should have um, oh. got Jay Light before he got his. Oh, oh I like Jay Light tattoo. He's got such like a, I'm an Italian guy tattoos. Yeah, but the one, I haven't told him yet because I haven't seen him, but the middle of that, like, cow head Mm -hmm. tattoo, it looks like a vagina. Hilarious. Well, I mean, if you know Jay Light, he used to get a lot of that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, maybe it's an homage. Yeah, man, to his heydays, you know? It makes sense because it's a bone Mm -hmm. and it's a vagina. Okay, all right. I remember my Jay Light was so fucking fun. Uh, He's such a funny kid. You know, because we were here. We started working here together kind of at the same time. Okay. And, you know, I got to see what it was like when he was single and, you know, not sober. This kid was a, just a maniac. <laughs> well, he was just, it was adorable, man, because he was also just such a sweet kid, so chicks would just be like, oh, look at this sweet kid. And he's like, yeah, now look at my dick. Mm-hmm. Nah, that's not what you do. But he's, he's, uh, he, I remember... Uh, this is great. Talk about my friends' relationships. Uh, I remember this. I remember there was a uh, chick that I used to work at a star. Like I used to work at the Starbucks. There was this girl that would always come in, and she was like, you know, I think I know she was like a PA or whatever. She'd have to get coffee for all these people. Uh-huh. And like I just remember, like everyone in the Starbucks, all the people, especially the guys that worked there, just had huge crashes on this chick. And um, you know, when she ever come in, we always like she'd shit, and you know crack jokes and shit and because I was the only one that just wasn't trying to fucking hit on her uh-huh. and 
what's called one day I walk into my living room because me and Jerry are living together and she's in my living room. <laughs> and um, she's a prostitute. No. no, no, no. She just they just all went to school together. And I was like, oh that's fucking hysterical. <laughs> Jay was like, you know her? And I was like, you know Jay? And it was like, well, uh, uh. <laughs> such a small world. Isn't it? Mm-hmm. That's funny. Yeah, see, I met you <laughs> the very first time I bombed. So really? Was, was I mean? You were mean. Ah, uh, was it lovingly though? Um, I don't remember. You're I kind of blacked my neck out. Right now, are you? No. Oh, hilarious. Um, it was when you were on Kill Tony with Mike Lawrence. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, if I was sitting next to Mike, I was probably nicer. <laughs> I was. It was awful. Hey man, I remember that. Oh my god! And then we were walking home, and I was like, I'm not gonna cry. I'm not. Are we walking to the car? And I was like, that's it. I'm done with comedy. Because that was the first time I like bombed so hard that I was yeah, all, oh, this need it. hurts. And I was like, I'm done. I don't want to do this anymore. And John's all, we can still go to the comedy store, right, though? Like, you know, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm all, you can't give me like a minute. You know I'm not going to quit. I just, I'm upset. And <laughs> like, fuck you. Jackass. Oh, so funny. No. Um, does your wife come and watch you? Not as much anymore. She used to a lot. And then she was like, I've served my time. <laughs> um, yeah, I, uh, I try to be as nice and I tease everybody as much as I can. Um, but, you know, it's so funny that sometimes you just forget that it's sometimes it's someone's first time and they may not be as, you know, used to being made. They, you know, I grew up with so many fucking cousins and just a big-ass Mexican family, so, like, we always got made fun of. Mm-hmm. And if you cried, you got made fun of even more <laughs> for fucking yeah. crying. So, like, you know, when you're, you know, doing mics and hosting and stuff, it's like, you know, it's easy to tease people. Right. And I, I forget sometimes. Like, I remember I went up on a, it was a development spot on, on a belly room show, I think, and... Uh, you know, I went up and I had been working all day and I was just, you know, just fucking having fun, just being loose. And I, you know, this girl in front of me bombed and like I cracked a joke and I was like, comedy's hard, guys. You know, and everyone laughed and like it was like fucking, you know, it was funny. And then, you know, I just did my shit and then I just went back to work. I just never thought anything of it. And then like, I remember like a year later, I ran into that same girl and we were just like talking and then she was like, you don't remember me, do you? I'm like, no, what happened? She was like, first time we ever went on stage. Uh, after I bombed and afterwards he said comedy's hard and everyone laughed and I was mortified Aww. I was like oh I felt so fucking bad well see it wasn't the fact that you guys were mean because I was like I deserve it it was just the fact that this material had been working at all these open mics and it's the first time I got on the main room stage at the comedy store and I was all oh, this yeah. hurts so bad there's a lot of it's uh, it's you know when you have to, when you have to like when you have like intense pressure or like uh, just the, you know, the moment where you have to deliver or come through, you know, like that's what a lot of comedy is, just preparing yourself for stuff like that. Where mm-hmm. you're like, oh, okay. You know, now I got to like deliver and like come through with the goods. It's interesting. It's, it's also just you start to realize what it is, especially when you're on stage and there's people and you're like, oh, I got to I got to be funny now. Uh-huh. It's really it's a scary thing. Well, I featured for Aiden Park last weekend and the three people who were in front of me it just wasn't their night mm-hmm. i've heard they were funny before but a lot of my massage patients were in the audience so i got on stage 
And I was like, hey guys, good news. None of you have to tip me next week. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. So <laughs> and yeah, I think somebody didn't think that was very funny, but I was like, oh, just I mean, if you're doing this, you gotta be able to get teased. Right. I mean, my best friend, grow, I mean, growing up, when I came up, I was, you know, Trey Stewart and a bunch of really good dudes were like Quincy Weekly and all these guys were like <laughs> my friends and fucking. Yo, especially black comics, if you suck, they will fucking tell you. Which, yes. And, like, yo, Trey Stewart would fucking talk so much shit to me. It was the <laughs> funniest thing. But, I mean, yo, those are your friends, man. You need that. You need your friend to look at you and be like, yo, bro, that's not funny. Or, like, yo, you could do better or you can, you know, you know you're a better comic than that. Blah, blah, blah. You need people like that around. I agree. Those yes people that are like, oh, my God, you're so funny. I'm like, yeah, yeah. but... What do I need to improve on? Yes, or exactly. And there's times when you're just fucking around and you're like, fuck, I just got a punchline. Okay, cool. Yeah. Okay, let's do it. I mean, I think that's what it's like when I have friends. I don't have any, so. Well, what are you talking about? I'm okay with that. Hands like these, you don't have friends? <laughs> Everybody likes my hand. In fact, who was, oh, Jason Rouse. He was talking to me and he goes, when I talk to you, I just stare at your hands. <laughs> okay. Well, normally it's my tits, but all right, we'll do hands. And he's like, I just, I want them on me. <laughs> okay. That's what I'm good for. Yay. So, girl, how many brothers and sisters do you have? Uh, I'm the oldest. I have two young, I have three younger siblings, two sisters, one brother. I almost forgot. That's <laughs> Maseo, Aseret, and Ace. Oh, and Melina. I'm so fucking relaxed and mixing up nicknames. Yeah, Maseo, uh, Asadat, we also call her Ace, and then uh, Melina. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Melina's oldest, Ace is second oldest, uh, and then Maseo's the youngest. Now, how far apart are you guys? Oh, man, my oldest sister's 20, so I'm about 10 and a half, 11 years apart. Okay. Then my little sister. Uh, Ace, I think is I think we're like uh, 18, 19 years apart. She's like 11, 12, I think right now. Thirty, yeah, but 18, 19. My little brother's about 20, 21. Yeah, I think that adds up. I'm fucking terrible at math. <laughs> That's okay. Yeah. Cause all my boys are five years apart. So oh, nice. Yeah, no, there's a big age gap. You know. I'm going to be, they're going to be sleeping on my couch when they're in their 20s. My brother slept on my couch. That was fun for like a year. He came over the other day and I'm like, everybody get off Uncle Adam's bed. And he's all, fuck you. Yeah, I wouldn't mind being the successful brother and then being like, yeah, fucking you kids come uh, find yourselves on my couch for a summer. You know I mean? Right. It's fun though, because it was just me and my brother and I'm six years older. So I was like, oh, come. And now he's married and. They're having a baby, and I'm like, oh, fuck, you're grown up now. That's weird. They don't stay young forever. No. I told Brody, I was like, you're going to start smoking cigarettes. And he's like, why? And I go, because I need to stunt your growth. You're eight. You're already getting too big for me. And it's he's it. Although I'm trying to convince John that we need a bunny. Because... When my kids start getting older, I am like, I need something else to love. No, yeah, pets are important, man. Especially when I'm on the road all the time, like having a cat at home, it really helps. One, with me and my wife, because, you know, she gets along when I'm gone, and then when I'm home, she, you know, works 
pretty much during the day and the fucking you know comic comics life's all from fucking 7 p.m on right so it's like you know she comes home at seven and then we hang out for like three hours and then i like i'm gone for like fucking batman yep i love that you said batman he's my superhero oh, nice. i have a batman tramp stamp remember how you're talking about watching your friend get bad tattoos uh, yeah <laughs> you're a lot of friends bad tattoos sorry yeah i am so <laughs> i have the tattoo on my neck I have the ta- the Batman tramp stamp. I have the fly on my tail. Yeah, there's a lot of them that are just like, what the fuck was I thinking? And I always tell John, I'm like, yeah, it's the bat tramp stamp. <laughs> like it's located above the bat cave. That's where it belongs. So when did you start comedy? Uh, 10 years ago when I was 21 years old. How did you get into the roast battle stuff then? Uh, it was just an open mic and it was a thing that happened in the middle of the open mic and I just asked Brambos if I could play music if he needed a DJ and he was like, sure. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. And then uh, it just kind of grew from there. It was just all organic. Now, have you been back since you won? No, I've been like a few times on the road at some festivals, but... Not really. I was mostly focusing on stand-up. Okay. You know, because it's like, you know, I did the thing I needed to do, you know? Right. You, you hit the top. Well, I just, you know, I won, and then I was also like, oh, now I just got to get better at stand-up. But I did, you know? Oh, my God. Your mom was so adorable, though, during your roast battle. A lot of comics find my parents attractive, which is such a... <laughs> I'm just like, all right, everyone get away from my mom. Yeah. Try having... Who was it? Jessie Mae Peluso. I showed her a picture of my 19-year-old, and she's like, I'm going to have sex with your son. Ah, fucking Jessie Mae. Oh, no. Hilarious. And I was like, dude, he still pees on the toilet seat. He doesn't know how to use his dick. (laughs) She's like, I'll teach him. (laughs) That's all that raw energy. Right? Like, okay. And that sucks because he is a good-looking kid. Like, he's trying to get in the fire department, so he works out all the time. And it's funny, too, because John's like, I used to look like you. <laughs> he's all, shut up, Dad. He's like, no, I used to have abs just like you, and now look at me. And he's like, I'm not going to look like you, Dad. And he's like, uh-huh. Okay. It all goes away. <laughs> but, yeah, like, I see women, like, looking at him, and I'm like, stop it. He's a baby. Stop it. 18's legal, dog. Uh, I remember I was, oh, God, I think I was working, I was like, 20 First time I slept with like a, an older woman. How old? Uh, uh, I mean, I'm nineteen, maybe. I just remember I worked at a beer garden. She was at least 10, 12 years older than me, and I was just like, I had no idea. Did she teach you anything? Had to tie my shoes. Because uh, <laughs> I always wonder, like, when an older person is like, "No, come with me, and I'm going to teach you the secret ways." That's so. It's such a funny, like, not double standard, but it's like you know, it's very much celebrated when older women, uh, you know, teach young men stuff like that. But then it was like, you know, when there's like a creepy old dude hitting on some young chick, it's like, yeah, that's that's weird as fuck, dude. But it depends on how creepy they are, because like some old guys are super hot, and you're like, fuck yeah. Let's... I mean, as long as they're attractive, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like, the, like, Fifty Shades of Grey wouldn't have been a successful movie if it was a fucking fat dude. That's true. <laughs> that lady made so much money off those books. Oh, oh my yeah. God. They're all fucking spelled wrong and shit. It, you know what? As an author, like, I'll give it to her because what she did is she posted it on a free website mm-hmm. called Wattpad. 
and she was posting chapters every week and she had like tens of thousand people following her and so finally the public I don't know who she published with but who whatever company it was they were like dude these books are going to make money. So they bought them. And I think instead of like taking them through an editor and really polishing them up, they're like, they're already making money. Why the fuck would we spend money to polish them up? So let's just get them Hilarious. out there. Hilarious. So, yeah. These fucking chicks reading, hand, reading the books with one-handed shit. They're just like, I can't be bothered spelling. Those books, though, the only thing about them is they always end in missionary. Hilarious. It's true. Like, he spanks her, he puts a ball gag on her, and then he sticks her on her back and sticks it in her. And I'm like, I've, well... I've never read the books. I remember, like, like yeah, every chick I fucking ever met was reading them, and I was like, okay. My wife read them, and I was like, I, I can't be in here while you're just... <laughs> See, I didn't... I read them... And good for her because, I mean, she did what I want to do. Like, the day my books get on movie screens, I'm going to be like, fuck, yes. I mean, absolutely. That chick was like, I fucking knew what they needed. Uh Uh-huh. And I delivered. And, in fact, I have a lot of women who read my books. And, like, there are one-star reviews where they're like, it doesn't have enough sex. And I'm like, fuck you guys. Damn. Some chick in the Midwest just fucking like, god damn it. When are they going to? Because the first one in my rock and roll series they don't have sex in the whole first book. And people are like, and there's like reviews, like, I loved it, the chemistry, but why didn't they have sex? Dude, I remember there was a guy, a fuck, I remember I worked at this restaurant, and the fucking manager, he, he would write fucking like, uh, like, what's it called? Like fan fiction? Uh-huh. Fucking like sex stories. And he would hand them out to coworkers. <laughs> For critiques, and no. I just remember being like, "Yo, this motherfucker hasn't been fired yet." And everyone's like, "No, it's got like a thing he does." I'm like, "This is, this is weird." Uh, and Holy it was just shit. so fucking. He was just so ballsy, dude. It was hilarious. Well, supposedly, Fifty Shades is a Twilight fanfic. No, oh, yeah, yeah, I believe. And I like the Red Room of Pain, vampires, blah, 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 blah. I was a huge Harry Potter nerd. That was my shit. I was a huge Harry Potter. Still am. My youngest Brody, we're listening to it on audio right now. And we're in the second to last chapter, so they're right about to go, like, into the tunnel to get the Sorcerer's Stone. And we were listening to it on the way to school. And I was like, all right, Brody, we're here. And he's like, Mom, why couldn't you drive slower? And he was so pissed at me. The movies were super good. Well, I'm being the bad mom where I'm like, you can't watch the movies until That's we finish the book. It's a good mom. So, but yeah, he's like, can we listen to the second one after the first one? And I was like, yep, let's do it. See, man, get your kids to read. Yeah, my grandfather was real, real, real adamant about us reading a lot as kids. Yeah, well, see, I was a super nerd and I was very awkward. I still am. Like, I don't know how to talk to people <laughs> unless they're naked face down. And I'm like, oh, I got you. And um, so I read a lot. And then I started writing. And then when John went to Portland, Oregon for eight months, that's when I wrote my first book. Because I'm like, what am I going to do? So. That's cool. Yeah, I mean, GK was writing on napkins and shit. Yeah, exactly. I bet she got theme parks. Yeah, no shit. Good for her. I'm like, I want to I do that next. Can I be me? Has anyone ever done this podcast? Like every time we start a conversation, they're like, 
There's just like an hour of the dude just getting a massage. No. That'd be hilarious. The only, let's see, Sam Tripoli screamed. Why? Because I'd be like doing this and he'd be like, oh. Uh, is, he, is he just uh just very tender? I don't know. He's just Sam, I think. Hilarious. And so like. I had to cut, and I normally don't edit these, but I had to actually go in and take some of it out because it was just way too much. Because <laughs> he's like, oh, okay. And then at one point he's like, can you go get me my phone? Oh. And I'm like, I'm massaging you right now. Yeah, just go get my phone. I'm like, okay. And Dana walked in and he like started having a conversation with her and I'm like, hey, come on. I only got you for a couple more minutes. Like... Stick with me. Uh, focus, focus. <laughs> I did the, we did the CBD massages for my bachelor party in Denver. That was dope. Oh, I have CBD. Oh, I can't believe I forgot it. Oh. The Care by Design guys, yeah. they hooked me up. They made me a huge bottle. Rogan's the only other person who has one. And I use it and I didn't bring it out because, haha. Dude, I got uh, I got some CBD stuff for my grandparents and my wife's grandparents. Uh huh. Yeah, they like it. That's cool. I love it because I don't smoke pot. So when the CBD guys were like, "Hey, take whatever product you want," and I'm like, "I don't smoke pot," and they're like, "Today," and I'm all, "Or ever," and they're like, "Wait, what?" And then they tried. They're like, "Here, take the CBD stuff," and I'm all, "Okay, I think." So. What time do I have to get you out of here? Uh, 30 minutes. What time is it? It's 6.40. All right, perfect. Yeah, 6.45 is good. Or 6.50. Okay. I got to go do more phone stuff. Yay. That's actually the most, I mean, it's not stressful, but it's fun. It's a good job. But it's just, you know, people cancel. You got to go up and, like, get avails and stuff. Right. But it's always nice. It's a good uh, feel. I like working here. I like working at the club. I do, too. I wish I was doing just the kitchen. Like, I asked a couple people, I'm like, hey, let me do phones. Like, I used to work for Microsoft and AT&T, like, mm-hmm. on phones. And they're like, no. I'm like, okay. Yeah, they want to keep it comics. Yeah. I get it, though, because they don't want, you know, you have to deal with a bunch of people. And it's easier because it's like, you know, since if you've worked with everybody, it's, it's just a little easier. Right. I mean, I don't, maybe it won't happen, but I don't know. Hey, man, if I get fired. <laughs> Don't get fired. <laughs> I keep trying to tell Jody. I'm like, you can fire me from the kitchen. Like, the only reason I'm doing this is to network, and I've only opened or featured for someone once in a year. So, uh, it's not working. Yeah, chicken <laughs> tenders are getting stale. Right? Like, family and friends, it's not happening. I'm like, so y- you can fire me. I'm cool. I'm cool. <laughs> it's very hard to get fired here. Yeah, I've noticed. Because <laughs> I've tried. I'm like, really? I'm Jody's. It's a fun place. I love this place. It's my favorite place in the world. I, I walked in here the first time, and I'm like, I'm home. Yeah. And John's like, oh, shit. <laughs> and we were coming here before I even wanted to do comedy. Yeah. Like, we were just coming here. We've been coming here like six, seven years. And... We watched Steve Simone on stage bomb, like horribly bomb. And he is like, I know what you guys are all thinking. You're all thinking, I could do stand-up. 
And I looked and I go, I'm thinking that. And John's like, I'm not. And that's when I was like, uh, oh, we're different. Uh, you're bombing on Kill Tony. Steve Simone just comes out from the back. And just like, hey, buddy. <laughs> hey, uh, nerd. Uh, <laughs> hey, so dork. <laughs> Steve's the best. He's such a nice guy. He's so nice. And he actually, okay, so he yelled because the girl, this blonde, white, uber, uber drunk chick. And at one point, she, like, interrupted him while he was talking. And she's like, I just wanted to give you a joke. And he yelled at her. And then he walked off stage. And then he came back and he gave her a hug. And he's like, I feel so bad. And I'm like, oh, damn. Yeah, he's got a big heart. Now, do you have any, like, crazy stories being on stage? Like, any that just stick out? or like? Oh, a lot of people just want to fight me. Really? I don't know why. It's usually old white guys. Or, you know, they just, they, I don't know. Talk a lot of shit. And, uh, yeah, that's about it. See, I have no, no one's ever, like, rushed the stage where they're always like, I'll see you outside. I'm like, all right, man. <laughs> then I'll call my dad. My dad's like, I'm so fucking proud of you. <laughs> that's funny. It's so funny. People want to fight you. I, uh, I love it. <laughs> dad, I'm in. I yeah. made it. Yeah, I, my dad's weird. Uh, I remember one time, he, like, some guy fucking, like, this is a bunch of guys, like, you know, he walks around wearing a Dodgers jersey uh-huh. in the Bay Area, which is a big no-no. Um, I remember some guys, like, try to fight him over it, and they wanted to, like, fucking jump him, like, a bunch of shit. My dad was like, no, man, I ain't taking this shit off. I'd rather die in it. And I was like, bro, that is the craziest thing I've ever heard. I'm like, bro, you got kids and shit? He's like, yeah, man, but, you know. Yeah. He was like, he goes, you wouldn't die on stage for a joke? And I go, God damn it, he's right. Uh, <laughs> You're like, yeah, but Dad, would a Dodger die for you? That's true. <laughs> like, he's a huge Dodger fan. Would a Dodger put it? John's grandma was a huge Dodger fan. My grandfather helped build Dodger Stadium. He was a concretist. That's cool. My dad was the electrician for... Um, Corcoran, Corcoran Prison, Mm -hmm. where Manson was. Oh, shit. And if my dad ever, like, got in trouble and had to go to prison, he wouldn't be allowed to go to Corcoran because he knows the electrical layout. Oh, that's hilarious. And I was like, oh, that's... So if you know the layout of all the prisons, you never get to go to jail. Ooh, there you go. Be like, I studied architecture, and for my thesis, I did every prison in the United uh, States. I watched all four seasons of Prison Break. <laughs> Nothing can hold me. Well, I, John just texted me, and he's like, dude, this Don't Fuck With Cats documentary is dude, getting crazier. I, yeah, I can't wait to go home and watch. It is, uh, yeah, it's, it's uh, as many as I see. Yeah, he was like, joy. Oh, okay. Well, I don't know why you called me just to oh tell me. Oh, my God, me. my nose is just so bad. <laughs> okay, I'm good. Whew, okay. Now, are you going on the road? Are you doing anything? What's yeah, next? Yeah, I got stuff next year. Uh, I'm going out with Mo Amber again, and then Bert Kreischer's going to talk me some dates. Ooh, That's whoever cool. I, uh, you know, harass. But, uh, I try, you know, I usually just try to wait until to see whoever uh, is like, hey, you want a feature? And I'm so bad at asking people. I'm so bad. And it's also like, you know, you should have a, I mean, it all, it's all just depends on how you, you are as a comic, you know? Right. Like if you are in the space where it's totally like, it 
some people like you ask and they're like, yeah, of course, you know. Right. It's like I'm a paid regular. I've done all these things. To, you know, so sometimes it's just you're more, Yeah, you're legit though. Yeah, and then, like, but other times you see, you know, if you're too young or you're too new or you can't, you know, do the. I mean, I remember when I was really young, not really young, but I was young, like younger in it. Really huge guy asked me to feature for him, like you know, my first theater, and I told him no, because he wanted me to do twenty five minutes, and I knew I didn't have it. Right. And I was like, you know, I don't want to fucking do that. And he like respected that I told him that. Right. And uh, you know, it worked out, but it was just like you know, there's definitely the moment of like, some people would just be like, not do it, and I'm like, no, I don't want to fucking eat it. No, I get that. You don't want to fucking ruin your opportunity. You don't take the chance just because it's like right there, you know. Right. Sometimes you gotta like be prepared. Sometimes there's better chances to come. That's true. You just have to be smart about it. Yeah. Damn, you've really got something going on in your right shoulder right here. Yeah. I keep coming back to it. What is it? It's just a big knot. Ugh. You feel it? It's all crunchy. Yeah. Is that, is that shoulder cancer? <laughs> oh my God. Okay. Jamar, fucking... Jamar. My neighbors? Yes. Bro, I, I don't know if it's Mexicans or fucking just like fucking like moms or whatever. The, my mom will say something to me and I'm like, you're ridiculous. And then I'll like talk to my wife and I'll be like, yo, am I dying? And she's like, you get this from your mom. Your mom's a hypochondriac and you are not. <laughs> well, like I ate a cookie and it kind of smelled bad and I was positive I was going to get salmonella <laughs> because the eggs were bad. In it. And she was like, no, it's probably just freezer burn. And I'm just like, I don't know, man. I don't want to die. I was in the parking lot and Jamar's all, hey, massage girl. And I was like, you don't know my name. All right. <laughs> and I walked up and he's like, my arm, my arm. And he just had a big knot in his forearm and he boxes and he works out a lot. And uh, he's like, is it arm cancer? <laughs> so, no, he goes, do I have cancer? I go, I don't know if you have cancer, but you just have a knot in your arm. And he goes, like, what should I do? And he's, I go, maybe just, you know, rest for a while, not work out. And he's like, but then I'm going to get fat. And I'm like, I didn't say stop. Just give it a week. I'm dying. I'm like, you're not. Oh, my God. Okay. I'm like, I don't think I can talk any sense into you right now. All right. Is there anything you want to end on? Anything uh, you want to promote? No, is there any question you want to ask me before I go? Um, best advice for a comic. Uh, Boom. <laughs> Um, don't sweat the small stuff. Chicken noodle uh, soup for the soul. Yeah, don't sweat the small stuff. Uh, ask yourself if I was, if I'm, if, am I better than I was the day before? Sit down and fucking actually write. Yes. That's the toughest thing is actually sitting down and writing. But uh, a very famous director and writer told me, uh, you know, the one thing that you can find comfort in is that every time you sit down to write, that feeling of like, fuck, I hate this. Every person that's ever written anything good has felt that exact same feeling. That's true. So, it's, you know, it's, you're not alone. Most um, other than that, uh, you know, if you want fame or respect, I'd rather have respect than fame. Ooh, nice. Um, yeah, just, you know, don't try. It's like, I feel like you see so many people chasing stuff, and it's like, no, nah, get good. Yes. Get so good that it's like they chase you. That's, yeah, that's what Jeselnik was saying, too. He's like, they came to me. Most embarrassing story. Oh, man, I got a really embarrassing Louis C.K. story. I mean, not that embarrassing, right? <laughs> uh, 
I remember. It's like a Gallagher show. He was my favorite comic coming up. I mean, obviously, aside from all the fucking really terrible shit he did. Um, but I remember uh, he, was a, he was a Roast Battle fan. So he'd watch the first season. I remember he was a fan of Olivia Grace and all this jazz because he was there at Just for Last when they filmed it. Okay. So I knew he watched the second season because Todd Barry was on it, and I'm a you know I'm just big, big fan of his, and I always wanted to like talk to him about it because I won, and I thought you know, and it was so. Uh, but I knew I never wanted to bring it up to him because it's just kind of like a you know, fucking uh-huh. like hey, uh, right connections. Yeah, uh, and uh, so he shows up one day to pop in, right? Mm-hmm. Great set. And uh, Tony Hitchcock's there, and a few other people, and he walks by Tony and goes, "Hey man, you were really good on Rose, but I thought you were really funny." And I was like. Oh, this is it. <laughs> this is my moment. Because we're all talking about Rose Battle. So I go, hey, man, uh, you know, I won season two. And he looks at me and he goes, ah, oh, thanks, bro. <gasps> and then he, like, walks away. And all of my friends just kind of, like, they totally fully understood that he misheard me. Uh-huh. They thought I complimented him on his season two of the show he was doing. <laughs> So they just let it happen, and they just let him, like, no one stopped him, because they just watched me just fucking whiff. And he just, like, gets in his car and leaves, and all my friends just die laughing. And Tony, like, puts his hand on my shoulder, and he goes, hey, man, don't worry. You'll see him again next time. <laughs> the next day, the article came out. Ouch. And I never saw him again. <laughs> All right, do you want to plug any social media before uh, I... Frank C. Comedy on Twitter, Frank C. on Instagram. Perfect. How do you feel? Oh, my God, I feel so amazing. Perfect. All right, see you when we finish on a good time. You are ready. Ta-da! All right, that was my episode with Frank Castillo. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, Please, once again, like, click, subscribe, comment, wherever you listen. I super, super appreciate it. And you can always send me an email at joyshappyendings at gmail.com. Bye-bye.